0: Ray is here on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: I got a solid, a solid three hours of sleep last night. Wow! Yeah, it's almost like I got too much sleep. You know, it's almost like you overslept and then you're <laughs> groggy because of it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I think that's what's going on. Too right much now.
2: sleep at the three-hour mark.
1: Yeah, three hours.
2: A three-hour sleep. Nap. Sleep. Uh,
1: three hours sleep. <laughs> oh man!
2: So you're so you're refreshed. Oh my then. gosh!
1: I am raring to go, ready to take on the day. You better believe it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Me and and the other guy here uh gonna do this thing. We're gonna do it because uh, we're well rested and ready to go. Uh, good stuff, man. <laughs> some uh, tweets from yesterday, uh, from Jesse Gilmore concerning uh, Aaron Watson. On the program. Mm
2: -hmm. Country music star. Uh,
1: Someone's got to say it, so I'll just put this out there. Aaron Watson will be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame before Foreigner. (laughs) True. (laughs) Yes. Yes, he will. Uh, Also, this from uh, Robert. Will the country group Watson Gray make it into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame (laughs) before Foreigner? You saw these coming. (laughs) Uh, Flavor Ice.
2: Oh, yeah, Texas Making Spy Girl. Sour Patch Frozen Treats? Yeah, Texas Spy Girl made sure we were oh. aware of this. Um, she stumbled upon those at her uh, grocer's freezer. And I'm looking forward to enjoying those all summer.
1: Thank you, Texas Spy Girl. That Look is, at that. Uh, we got to try that.
2: Uh, yeah, we do. Look at that. Look at that. Right there and in living color that. on Blaze TV.
1: Like mm. it. Oh, by the way, if, you, if you'd like to see everything, uh, you know, you can subscribe to uh, the Blaze. Sign up for the Blaze TV right now, and then you can... Mm-hmm. Hear it and see it. Blaze TV dot com slash pat for a, a great discount. BlazeTV dot com slash Pat. Also, uh from just two muck and fudge yesterday, <laughs> had fun with uh some photoshopping Uh she d- tweets, uh I wonder how much of the movie would be left after Pat's Vid Angel. And it's the uh oh, Mean Streets of Helena. Look at that. Mean Streets, Helena, Chicago of the West. <laughs> A Pat Gray joint.
2: Pat <laughs> <That> Gray <laughs> joint. That's awesome. Nice job with that.
1: Yeah, that's funny. Uh, also from Gabby33jacks, uh, Pat Heads, don't you think that Pat should introduce Keith? Well, we just did that, didn't mm-hmm. we? Yeah. As a matter of fact. Uh-huh. Uh, so good idea, Gabby33jacks. Uh, as uh, as the other already, guy. Already, already that, been there, done as the, that. As
2: that caller mentioned yesterday, uh, I'm now on Twitter known as the other guy. <laughs>
1: it's like, hey, Pat, hey, other guy it's <laughs> out of the blue love it it's fun. Uh, so uh your kids did some
2: oh yeah lego theater yesterday yeah yeah so i'm proud of my kids they uh they created a little home theater system for their uh for their lego uh, creatures to watch uh, a movie that they that they created with oh, their lego cool. creatures and of course that opened the floodgates of everyone on twitter pointing out that oh looks like you finally got a bigger tv uh, <laughs> so there we go that's uh, the latest in the malinac household did a good job on that, though. Yeah, they have fun. They're creative. All right. When was the
1: last time you had your ears professionally cleaned out? Maybe never, right? Um, and if they itch or you have some pain there or, you know, they just feel plugged up, there is something you can do about it. And it's it's pretty much what the doctors do in their office. It just costs a lot less. It's the WaxRx system. Um, it's technology that safely and effectively removes the earwax buildup, then soothes your ears with a pH conditioned formula and you can get the wax rx system without a prescription. Try it risk-free today. Just go to usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout and they're going to throw in free shipping. A real solution for that stubborn problem that's hard to deal with and especially when you're trying to do it with Q-tip swabs that just push the wax back further in your ear. Don't do that. Use waxrx.com, offer code radio.
0: This is Pat Gray
1: Unleashed. I also love the fact that Chicago police just released a buttload of investigative files. <laughs> and I think just so they could release these uh, Smollett tapes. Uh, some video of, of the alleged staged beating of uh, Jussie Smollett. This is where police show up in his apartment. Uh, uh, somebody called. I, I, one of his friends called first. And said, yeah, my friend, uh, I guess, was attacked or something. (laughs) It kind of went like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you want Mm -hmm. us to send somebody? Yeah. Um, He's got a noose around his neck Mm -hmm. and stuff. (laughs) You know what it looks like is one of those uh, lynchings of a homotype sexual who is black as well. (laughs) It was about that uh uh-huh. Real. Anyway, uh, here's the video of the police when they show up, and Jussie has the noose still around his neck. So
0: so I explained to them how you were going to get something. And and the reason I called because it because this, so let's not forget. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you want to take it off or anything? Or to take off the noose there? Sure. <laughs> sure. sure. You're weird this, right? yeah this is all been if of you, you want if on. it's uh, in his they house uh, they're
1: filming you we're Send filming you in it.
0: audio i'm like, reading like audio i guess when i i mean just, they didn't know they walk walking. i don't want to be filmed okay so can we can
1: well, i don't uh, want to be filmed yeah. yeah you're giving he's, us
0: permission to shut it off
1: <clears throat> he's an actor why would he want to be filmed
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, I don't want to be filmed oh oh okay
2: hmm This guy's a liar. (laughs) No kidding, man. That's fascinating. Just, that'd be the first thing I would do. Is take the noose off. Is take it off. How inhuman. Are you kidding me? So we walked all the way
1: back to his place, went all the way up to whatever floor he's on, walked down the hallway from the elevator, got into the apartment, waited for police to come, and still had it around his neck loosely of course of course uh and w- when they arrived <laughs> if that wasn't a show for mm-hmm. the cops I don't I don't know what was amazing
2: yep look I still have the prop from the uh, crafty beaver <laughs> right where I
1: sent these guys to buy this stuff <laughs> and uh you know but i didn't i mean that's not what i where i think that you'll find later that they went there and bought it
2: wait are you recording this
1: (laughs) uh yeah i don't want to be recorded i I am an actor and i'm i'm recorded enough so if you could turn that off that'd be great
2: you look like an idiot (laughs) oh jesse wait what do you think his career goes from here
1: Mm-hmm. I somebody will probably give him another chance somewhere down the line because he's got a lot of notoriety now. And, you know, somebody who's got a troubled production of something somewhere, probably give him a try and see if it creates any kind of buzz. Mm-hmm. As for Empire, though, he's not going to be on that show, right? That's pretty definitive now.
2: Yeah, he's off of there.
1: And this, will be a, this is their last An season.
2: Imp- empire wrapping up, yep. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, Democrats continue to pounce on President Trump for his erratic policy shifts. You know, he had the three policy turnarounds in the last month. And they say it underscores his freewheeling governing style. And uh, it puts out mixed messages and is a national security risk. Really? Had he gone ahead with these policy things, these policy initiatives, the Democrats would be all over him wanting to impeach him for attacking Iran, uh, placing tariffs on Mexico. Uh, And the third thing... uh, What was the third thing? So we got ICE. Ice. Oh, the ICE raids. Yeah, the ICE raids, the Mexican tariffs, and and Iran, the the attack on Iran. Changed all of those. And now the customs and uh, enforcement raids that were supposed to happen... We've been told by the uh, acting director of ICE that the president called those off because the information got leaked that they were going to go raid these businesses. And so ICE agents might have been in danger. So the president called it off for now. Makes total sense. It does. Yeah, it really does.
2: So his big crime was That's that not he kept federal agents from being um, ambushed. Yep. He kept us out of a war with Iran.
1: Yes. And uh and no no Mexican tariffs. No no tariffs. And Boy. they're treating it seriously with uh with a huge commitment of their military to try to stop illegals from uh from crossing. Huh. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty erratic.
2: I mean, if ever there if you want evidence of how Trump can do no right in the eyes of some, this is a clear example. Times Absolutely. Three, times 3.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Uh, and I, I don't know how many other presidents would have been okay with saying one thing and then pulling back at the uh, at the at the right moment. I mean, I you got to admire that. A lot of them would have said, you know, I'm going to look bad if if I don't go through with this now, so I'm going to go through with it. And it might have been haphazard, and it might have been uh, catastrophic. Who knows? Who knows? Now they say that the. Uh, pullback of the Iran attack was because he found out there was going to be 150 casualties on Iran's side, Mm
2: -hmm. which would have
1: been disproportionate. But I would think he would have been told that in the beginning. So that might have been a message to Iran. Look, we could have done this, and it would have killed a bunch of your people, but we didn't think that was right. So um, for now, we're going to back off. So you better wise up. I don't know. I don't know. They're calling it brinksmanship, though, which, um, you know, that meaning that it's dangerous of having a policy and then going to the edge with it and then pulling back. I, I don't think that's what he's purposely doing. There there were just there were things that happened, especially with the uh, with the situation in Mexico. They did what he asked him to do, so he didn't place tariffs on him. And I didn't want tariffs on Mexico anyway, so I mean that was that was a dang good decision. And I think he, in all three cases, it looks to me like he did. With the information we now have, it looks like he did the right thing. So, you know, we're going to be hearing about it on Wednesday night, though, in the Democratic debates. Oh, I
2: can't wait, man! Popcorn's ready.
1: Yeah, it that's going get... to be some fun, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's going to be agonizing to listen to those buffoons.:
2: We'll watch the Democratic debate so you don't have to. Oh,
1: it's going to be painful. Really, really, really painful
2: Yeah, what time does it start past my bedtime, probably?
1: I don't know. Seven is when it usually starts. Mm-hmm. Seven Central. It's going to be past the bedtime if it goes much past nine.
2: It could be past Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden's bedtime for darn sure. <laughs>
1: They're not on the first night, but the second uh, night.
2: Eight o'clock, uh, nine o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Central. Eight
1: Central. Wow. Okay.
2: Yeah. Can't wait for that.
1: Um, mm.
2: And so the season of 2020 officially begins Wednesday night. Amazing. Mm. And all of a sudden. Um, people find uh, they discover MSNBC is on my cable system. I had no idea. <laughs> I have that.
1: <laughs> and for some, CNN, uh, the same situation for CNN because CNN's even lower rated than MSNBC. It's uh, supposedly a dangerous week for Joe Biden. Biden, according to uh, some, is kicking off the most high stakes week of his campaign so far as he heads into the debates because he's the front runner. So he's got a lot to lose. He could he could jeopardize his front runner status with some kind of major gaffe or, you know, an inappropriate joke or some kind of tone deaf comment that people take offense to.
2: Hmm. Well, you know you know his rivals are coming for him on the segregationist stuff. Oh yeah, they smell blood in the water. This is their chance. Yeah, that is going to be a hot topic. Uh, what Thursday night is when Biden's there.
1: Right. Mm. Also. They don't believe that Biden is liberal enough, despite the fact that he was the most liberal senator in the United States of America.
2: Yeah, back in what
1: 2008? Back in 08, when he became the vice president.
2: Of course, crazy left liberal 2008 is oh yeah, is far right wing of the uh, of the Democratic Party 2019. It's
1: sadly, true. <laughs> really true. Triple
2: eight nine hundred thirty three ninety
1: three. Uh, Imagine sailing the Mediterranean on a ship full of passengers that uh, share your love for this country and for history and for learning about it. From people like Glenn, uh, Bill O'Reilly, Stu, David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, all on this incredible 14-day adventure. Next spring, sailing the eastern Mediterranean. You'll visit Venice, Italy. You'll uh, tour parts of Croatia you go to Jerusalem and Athens i mean what could be better than this this is going to be awesome um and i've never i've never taken a cruise we mm-hmm. we're supposed to do one last year and and something came up at the last minute we couldn't do it but uh this would be great this would be this is the cruise to go on. If you only if you only go on one cruise yeah, this covers in a your lifetime.
2: A lot of territory here. A lot of history. Yeah. And I can't wait to crash it. Me and Jeffy are going to helicopter in and we're going oh, nice. to land yeah. on the boat. Okay. Be like, we're here.
1: Uh-huh. Mm. Okay, where's that going to happen?
2: Uh, I don't know. I haven't decided yet. Right. Uh, we have to plot this out. Mm-hmm. we got some time, but what you don't have time for is making your plans. And you need to sign up right now.
1: Yeah, if you're not going to helicopter onto the boat like <laughs> Jeffy and, and Keith, uh, you're going to want to make some plans quickly because this thing's filling up really sure fast. It is, man. This is a big opportunity. A lot of people are jumping on jumping on board. Oh. Yeah, good morning. Good morning, everybody. So bring your kids. Bring your grandkids. Share this incredible experience with them. Visit saleaway.com and learn all the details. Check out the different packages available and uh, have yourself the time of your life. ComeSailAway.com
0: Pat Gray, Unleashed
1: Ah, Yes. This is nice. The Communist Party USA kicked off their 100th anniversary celebration. <laughs> uh, Jarvis Tyner called for delegates and guests at the National Convention in Chicago to set the record straight about one of um, American politics's biggest historical boogeymen. Here's what he, he said. The truth is the Communist Party isn't out to hurt you. Oh, thank you. Okay, good. I'm. I feel really, really reassured now. So, Tyner is the vice chair of the Communist Party USA, and its candidate for vice president in 1972, 76, told the large and diverse crowd, "It will set you free." Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. You know the uh, Communist national anthem that we play from time to time. To time to this. You know what the actual words to this song are? So amazing. Uh oh. United, mighty republics will ever endure. The great Soviet Union will live through the ages. <laughs> eh, not so much. <laughs> uh, the world of their fortress, secure. Long live our Soviet motherland, built by the mighty hand. Long live our people, united and free. Strong in our friendship, tried by fire. <laughs> long may our crimson flag inspire shining in glory for all men to see i love how they how they talk about being united and free
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's a good joke right
1: there that is the one the two things they definitely (laughs) were not united nor were they free yeah ask any soviet citizen how free they felt in that oppressive society.
2: Now they got it all fixed, though. Now it's. Yeah, yeah. Now it's great. Now it's a paradise now it's, of. Now uh, it's perfect. Liberty, and free enterprise, and oh, free speech <clears> is big <throat> there too. Oh, now. big, huge.
1: <laughs> then they talk about the dark days and through stormy weather, where uh, the great Lenin view will lead us. Our eyes saw the bright sun of freedom. Yeah, and Stalin, our leader, with faith in the people. Well, the people that he... I was going to say. ...that he let live, because, <laughs> you know, about 11 million of them weren't there anymore, so... There no lyrics uh, about that, huh?
2: <laughs> about the slaughter of innocents? Actually, Stalin killed more like 20
1: million. Lenin killed 11 million.
2: But who's counting? But who's counting? No, I mean, not the press, you know? that's for sure. No,
1: no, and not the Communist Party USA. <laughs> I mean, it's a joke to be to be spewing this absolute... Garbage. Garbage about the Communist Party. Uh, The remarks, of course, though, were met with applause. They came on the first day of CPUSA's 31st National Convention at a moment in American politics where democratic socialism and progressive ideas are increasingly
2: finding a home in the mainstream of the Mm -hmm. Democrat Party. In other words, Communist Party USA, you've been so successful that you have... uh Um, force yourself out of a job because now your folks belong to the Democratic Party.
1: It's true. Why would you ever run as a communist when you can run as a Democrat? And it's the same thing. It's literally the same thing now.
2: I would love to see their platform in the Democratic Party. Oh, we've got
1: to compare the two. We have to compare the two. Uh, Because it's got to be very close to the same thing. The article goes on to state, Communism has long been regarded with fear in the U.S., as it should be, viewed as antithetical to American values and democracy. <laughs> We're not a democracy, but it is definitely antithetical to American values the, and the Constitution. U.S. spent much of the 20th century in battle against it, seeking to contain it in Korea, Vietnam, and elsewhere. Hot wars fart fought. Fought. <laughs> As part of the... <laughs> see, when you combine those two words, it doesn't work out that well. Hot, Hot wars fought as part of the Cold War with the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh, decades were spent attempting to root out communism at home, including uh, during the first Red Scare following the First World War and the second Red Scare of the 40s and 50s uh, with Joe McCarthy. And now, And now, here we are at this point where the progressives and the communists have virtually merged and they're one and the same. And we've we've said it many times progressives are just patient communists. That's all that's all they are because it is the same exact ideology, almost item for item. It's the same thing. Progressive just progress toward that utopia. Communists are fine with revolution. To get their uh, goals done a little bit faster. This is just chilling. That, that we're talking about this in the United States of America. We're this close to it. That the Democratic Party has become a communist party. It's communism light, essentially, right now. And not even that light, really. You, pre- you can pretty much get all the calories of communism in the Democrat Party. <laughs> Just none of that great taste.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's unbelievable. Got some tweets in here from uh, Mr. Dunn69. Not sure if Jussie is a good actor because I've never watched anything he's in. But I can say with absolute certainty that he's not a good script writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, from the Steve 42. Trump, there will be ice raids. Media, that's irresponsible and erratic. Time for impeachment. <laughs> Trump. There won't be ice raids. Media. That's irresponsible and erratic. Time for impeachment. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That is completely accurate. Uh Jeffy's 18 pack to ease your pain of watching the debates. At least you'll have Trump live tweeting during them.
2: Looking forward to yeah, that, that aspect. That, yeah.
1: That will be fun. <laughs> that he's going to be brutal. And, and that will be the saving grace of having to suffer through those uh, stupid debates. How many more are planned? Any idea? I think there's three this 734
2: year. 734 <laughs> total, I believe. Um, let's see. There's a lot.
1: Yeah, I think at least three and maybe even more than that this year. 888 hundred thirty-three ninety-three, Uh, And at Pat Unleashed, of course, on Twitter. Um, CNN International. Tweeted out a photo of sled dogs walking through water. Oh no! Yeah. Um,
2: Look at that. That's do tragic. we have the photo? We Look do. At that.
1: That's yeah. uh, northwest that. Greenland. There they are walking through water, mm-hmm. and that's because Greenland just melted. Melted I, away. I like it's not, even, it's not even. It should there.
2: not be on your globe. Take a blue magic right. marker this morning and just wipe out all of that. Yeah. Greenland because Greenland
1: melted, mm-hmm. and so the sea level will be rising uh, in Miami really soon. <laughs> It'll be completely underwater. I don't mean to cause panic, but uh, that you was know. kind
2: of irresponsible, though.
1: Well, I mean, that's what's happening, right? Isn't that what they've been warning us about? That's true, yeah. So there's a sad, sad photo of sled dogs walking through water. I just hate it. Showing the absolute reality of Greenland's melting ice sheet. Oh, jeez. So tragic. <laughs> and they've tried to tell us. They've tried to warn us. And they've tried to steer us in the right
2: direction. And what did we do? We mocked.
1: We, we laughed. mocked. We laughed. We, that's what we, we did. We, we, we ignored them. Yeah.
2: And we didn't yeah. take their warning seriously. Right. And look and what happened.
1: Sled dogs it's, are walking through water. It's late Greenland. Because L- L- Greenland melted. Well, except... What? Uh, according to a Danish meteorologist. What does he know? He's just a meteorologist. <laughs> what an idiot. He said, uh, this is a picture. Can we get the picture back up there? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a picture of a very normal weather occurrence in mm-hmm. northwest Greenland during spring. In fact, it shows the ice underneath the melting snow is so thick and without holes that the melting water stays on top. <laughs> it's normal for snow to melt
2: in the spring. The fact that you have to type that sentence—it's—it's it's normal for snow to it's melt ludicrous. in spring. I guess people have
1: gotten to the point where they think in Greenland snow never melts. I don't know—is that what it is? In in the Arctic and the Antarctic, snow melts in certain places. I mean, not all of it, of course, but some of it melts. Some of the ice melts. Uh, and it creates pathways for whales to swim through. I mean, it's this is part of the normal cycle of the Earth. This is what happens with the weather, pa- weather pattern here.
2: But how many people on Twitter yesterday or at CNN. <sighs> CNN.com... Saw that, oh, millions! And then at you the know, water cooler did. later that day, you know, I just saw sled dogs. I just I mean, saw it. I they just should have been mushing it. through snow. Instead, they were there was sloshing through water. You know what we need
1: to do is we need to get rid of these deniers, ah, uh, the global warming, the climate deniers.
2: You know what else we need? We is Need is to shut them down. Carbon tax. Carbon I tax. Pay my fair share to stop. That's right. Sled dogs from swimming. That's right. Greenland. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Hey, can I give you a lift home in my SUV tonight? Oh, no, that's right. You drove yours
2: today, didn't you? <laughs> uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly.
2: That's, that's what happens. Exactly. They got to have an SUV to, to haul yep. their little bicycles around. Yep. Anyhow, Um. so. Pathetic. uh pathetic. Back on the Democratic debates, you know, you got the two nights in Miami this week. Mm-hmm. In July, okay. it'll be two nights in Detroit. In July already? Oh, that sounds like a
1: horror flick. Okay, so two more nights next month. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, two nights in Detroit. Okay. And then uh, in September.
1: September already. Uh,
2: two nights. Uh, Jeez. It doesn't say where, but uh, anyway, so so we got... so. Two so nights now, two nights in. two uh, That's then, three. Uh-huh, and then it's it looks like it's uh, nothing set up as far as the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds, October, November, December. But yes, six total events this year, if you count the two-night deals. Right. You know. But
1: it's three separate debates, right? Uh, no. So they're, they're going to do two nights each. Yeah. So, so they can have all the candidates.
2: So six debates, but the first three are going to be two-night events.
1: Oh, okay. Wow. It's gonna that g- is crazy. You Six th- debates this year. It's not even the election year. Yeah. Stop it.
2: So if, wow. if, if my memory serves, as you know, it rarely does. The I Democrats do will have had three debates before this time in 2015. The, the Republicans had any.
1: Because oh, they really? started
2: in late September, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think. I think and this is early I September. I think that's right. Anyhow. And they had 17. We had a lot. Yeah. A lot of candidates, too. What are we
2: to? 25? 25. Yay.
1: With uh, Joe Sestak uh, oh. jumping into the race. 25 people in the race. And, you know, they're going to be pissed off because as time goes on, they're not going to want to continue to do two nights for the entire gang
2: and it takes you know? a while i mean it, you need you need a multiple night event to figure out like which of these communists <laughs> is is most preferable yes mm-hmm.
1: which of them is more like joe stalin because or mao you know because uh, that's what you want that's what you want in your in your in your american commie is somebody who's who really reminds you of the policies of chairman mao Mm-hmm. Then you can put his little uh, decoration up on the Christmas tree again like Obama <laughs> did a few years ago. Goodness. 888-933-93. Hey, we've got some important news for you. Maybe the worst data breach in U.S. history. Uh, one of the largest real estate title companies suffered a breach of nearly 900 million homeowners files. So it is possible that your home's title, mortgage, bank loans, personal info are in the hands of identity thieves now. Then they forge your home's title, so it looks like you sold the house to them. Then they uh, take out a loan from an online lender using your equity. And then you get the uh, late payment notices because you don't know anything about this loan that you didn't take out. Now, the first 30 days after a breach are critical. So what they're going to do at Home Title Lock is give you 30 days of protection for free. Go to hometitlelock.com right now for 30 days of free title and mortgage protection. They'll put a virtual barrier around your home's title. Go to HometitleLock.com right now. HometitleLock.com. Pat Gray, unleashed.
0: 888 900
1: 3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Scotty Sweatman tweets. Seems to me like those sled dogs were pretty happy. Instead of pulling the sleds, they get to float on them, freeing them from oppression. Hooray for global warming! Uh, fan of Pat, the other guy, and the fat guy. Is that going to be the uh, another version of, have you ever seen the fish? Have you ever seen the dogs walk on water on a spring day?
2: I like it! I need to me another stanza. Add it. Add it, please.
1: <laughs> uh, the pickled squirrel. The Communist Party promises freedom. So I'm free to choose the type of bullet you put in the back of my head.
2: <laughs> Yay! Yes! Yes! Yay! Freedom of choice, man.
1: You my nerve herder? Tweets, uh, who wants to be one of the Democratic candidates who will bring up communist reparations during the debates <laughs> because of McCarthyism? Oh, nice. Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it, if one of them did that? I'll bet you they do. Oh, Bernie. bet somebody does.
2: Bernie will be there.
1: Uh, We've got a special week here at uh, Mercury One. This is going to be the start of our pop-up museum 12 score and three years ago. The Unfinished Promise of Unity. Come visit us starting Saturday. And it goes through the following Sunday. So June 29th to July 7th. And they've... (laughs) <laughs> really gone uh, yeah. a lot further in the preparations for this. This morning we walk in here.
2: And Keep in mind now, it's dark, it's low-lit out mm-hmm. there. It's just a scary feeling at four in the morning.
1: I'm coming out of a totally dark <laughs> hallway and looking across the main uh, the main exhibition hall. It's
2: like a glass um, wall.
1: And on one me. side of the glass hall is glass that hasn't nothing's inside of it yet it's like a glass cabinet where a display is gonna be but I see in the reflection <laughs>
2: <laughs> these two guys wearing hoods and I'm thinking what what is th-? KKK Klansman, man out there on these uh... I,
1: I couldn't tell in the reflection that's what it was mm-hmm. so it was and then when you can see what it is even when you turn the Doesn't corner help any uh, it's pretty creepy
2: yeah so pretty please creepy. come to our museum um we have, uh, wow. We've had to brave the elements so far. Uh, that was uh, going to be some really that, cool things here. That woke us up. When you, uh,
1: when you purchase general admission tickets, today until midnight, you'll be entered to win an upgraded private tour on the same day of your ticket purchase. Hmm. So you can upgrade to tours with Glenn, David Barton, or Stu and Jeffy. And we'll match however many tickets you purchased and upgrade all of them. So, you don't want to miss this museum at Mercury Studios. Come join us this weekend, and Independence Day week and weekend, and become a modern-day abolitionist. We have general tickets and special tour tickets, still available with David Barton and with Glenn. So, um, you, can, you can purchase those. Also, Stu and Jeffy will be doing a tour. I, myself, will be in the hospital. So, I got that going for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Getting a little surgery uh, this week on my uh, on my upper back. But uh, be sure to get your tickets today. Go to MercuryOne.org, uh, and we look forward to seeing you here. Mercury Mercury1.org will announce the winner of the upgraded tour on the show tomorrow. Uh, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, this is pretty weird. Have you ever you ever watched uh, a TED talks? They're pretty popular. Yeah, a lot of speeches. Uh, I was just watching a few of them yesterday. I think I think the number one TED talks speech has I don't know fifty five million views or something. So they, I mean they're viewed by a lot of people, and there's hundreds of them, and it's also one of the biggest podcasts uh, in the in the world, still. Well, about a year ago, they had a TED Talk speaker speak on pedophilia. Yeah, it's been making the rounds. Bizarre, and it's making the rounds now. She um, is—I don't know what is her deal. What is she a? It's like
2: a medical University
1: of Wurzburg in Germany. Uh, She's some sort of educator, and uh, she's educating us on on pedophilia being an unchangeable sexual orientation. Uh, here's what she had to say about it.
3: I want to quickly summarize where we are at the moment. According to current research, pedophilia is an unchangeable sexual orientation, just like, for example, what? heterosexuality. Oh my gosh, no. No one chooses to be a pedophile, no one can cease being one. The difference between pedophilia and other sexual orientations. Is that living out this sexual orientation will end in a disaster. Right now, most of us feel discomfort when we think about this scenario.
1: Yeah. And most of us feel discomfort when we think about pedophiles. Right, yeah. Yeah. So.
3: But just like Hmm. pedophiles, Mm -hmm. we are not responsible for our feelings. Wow. We do not choose them. Oh my gosh but we are responsible for our actions and we must make a decision. It is in our responsibility to reflect and to overcome our negative feelings about pedophiles. Can you pause this for just a second? Uh,
1: By the way, pedophilia is not defined by the American Psychiatric Association as a sexual orientation. It is not Most certainly not defined that way, at least in the United States of America. All right, go ahead.
3: And to treat them with the same respect we treat other people with.
1: Mm -hmm. Wow.
3: We should accept that pedophiles Mm
0: -hmm.
3: are people who have not chosen their sexuality Mm -hmm. and who, unlike most of us, Mm -hmm. will never be able to live it out freely if they want to lead an upright life. We should accept that pedophilia is a sexual preference not a feeling N- no. and not an act.
1: Mm, no.
3: We should differentiate between child sexual abuse and pedophilia. <coughs> we shouldn't wow. increase the suffering of pedophiles by excluding okay. them, by blaming and mocking them.
1: No right. By doing <coughs> that we wanna...
3: increase their isolation and mm-hmm. we increase the chance of child sexual abuse. Holy cow. Only if they make themselves recognizable because Uh they're not afraid of punishment, of anger and rejection. Can we better understand the causes of pedophilia and we can improve their treatment?
1: Uh, Tell me that's not creepy stuff. That's absolutely bizarre and despicable.
2: Why does she want to treat them? It's just a normal (laughs) behavior. Yeah. Oh, that is bad stuff, that's, man.
1: That's unbelievable. Um, and again, the American Psychiatric Association does not recognize it as a sexual orientation. Sorry, no. I don't. I don't, I don't remember who she quoted. Is it some UN uh, recognition? This this is something though that we said mm-hmm. it's coming. They're they're going to normalize pedophilia next. And they're doing it I mean every once in a while and it's becoming much more frequent somebody steps up uh, like this genius we just saw and and tries to tell us that oh uh, pedophilia is uh, there's nothing wrong with that uh, let's let's stop demonizing pedophiles uh, let's let's decriminalize. I mean, let's just try to understand where they're coming from. I mean, this is really a thing now going on. I, I thought that, uh, that maybe polygamy would be next. And it seems like the next logical step because, well, why should I, if I can love anybody I want, right, and I can't control love, how can I control that I love two people? Why can't I marry two people? If we're all adults and we're not related to each other. Even if we were related to each other and we're all consenting adults, what's it to you? So those two things should fall before pedophilia. But I think because of the religious connotations about uh polygamy, it, it's still shunned. And it's still stigmatized. But they're trying to destigmatize pedophilia now?
2: That's just despicable. And Horrific. Oh, hurry up, sweet meteor of death.
1: Right? It is. Seriously, if this is accepted, you sh- shut the country off. Just turn it off. <laughs> turn off the nation. Yeah. It, and there it goes. So, <laughs> we're out of business. Okay? <laughs> we roll up the sidewalks. We'll see you later.
2: Can't you read the sign?
1: Hang up the close, The closed <laughs> sign. <side, laughs> we're closed. Can't you see that? We're closed. Uh huh. Tell them at the border. Just put the sign up. Sorry, we shut it down. Yeah, you hear that? We just shut the country down. We're closed. Go back home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wonderful that would work. We should try that. We should give that a shot. Wow, that is sickening. That yeah. is just sick. Standing there during a TED Talks, pretty mainstream stuff, at a TED Talks, babbling about how pedophilia is kind of okay. Wow. Really cool crazy stuff 888-900-3393 you know in america it's estimated about 50 million of us suffered with with pain and even to the extent that we miss work because of it then of course there's the money you rack up trying to fight that pain off so that you can at least get through your day and we spend an average of two thousand dollars per year sometimes much more than that to fight off pain and then in you know a lot of us because none of it works you just say okay well i'm going to have to live with it before you get to that stage please try relief factor we have uh so many people in this building using relief relief factor so many of our listeners uh this uh, the other guy here uh what's his face uh he I, he loves it I swears do. by it every day sometimes when a uh, when a one of those bottles of Relief Factor sitting next to him, he'll swear. So he does swear by it every once in a while. That's and good job uh, there. Yeah, thanks. Nice job. Thanks. But it takes care of your weird leg pain. Sure right? does, yep. Um, Nobody knows what, why, how. It, it just is.
2: It just is. And
1: Relief Factor fixes it. Mm-hmm. So it's obviously some form of inflammation in your leg, right? Exactly. And that's where most pain comes from is inflammation and that's what relief factor does is calm that down so they'll give you a a three-week quick start to get you started for just 1995 now try that for three weeks consider it a trial if it works great 70 percent of of people who order it order more meaning it worked for them
2: and it's so it's so helpful because it comes in a big bag and then inside that bag are all of the The daily little packs. So you just take out one pack a day Mm -hmm. and put them in your pocket. Take them at work later if you don't want to take them right then. Um, But uh, every day. um, It's a miracle for me. There's just
1: four key ingredients that help your body's fight against inflammation. So if you want a drug-free, natural way to ease your pain, fix one problem without causing another in the form of addiction, Hmm. uh, give this a shot and get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Pat Gray,
0: Unleashed.
2: Okay, just to show you
1: or accentuate again, I guess, how screwed up Europe is. We just heard from this buffoon on pedophilia. Well, there's a Scottish teenager. Did we play this last week? Was reprimanded in his class by his teacher. For claiming there are only two genders.
2: Whoa, no, I don't know this story.
1: He was suspended from school. And so a video surfaced of, of this student. Nobody knows his name, but he got into a debate with his teacher about gender and kept saying, look, there's, there's only two genders. And the key teacher kept telling him uh, not to say that because, well, I'm teaching that there are, there are multiple genders. So stop saying that. And uh, the student said, I'm not making any discrimination. I'm simply saying there's two genders. There's male and female. <laughs> it's science. And, he, and that's what he stuck to. After some back and forth, the uh, teacher told the student he was kicked out of class because his views were not inclusive.
2: Oh, sweet Lord.
1: And instructed the student to take your views somewhere else. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay,
2: I just wow. help.
1: I know. <laughs> like, I thing. know. Now, we don't have the button here to turn off the United Kingdom. So they're going to have to do that themselves, but it, they're way beyond that time. 17-year-old Aberdeenshire student. What is it with uh England and Great Britain with their shire thing? Aberdeenshire? <laughs> That's just too much. Uh just leave it at Aberdeen. Or call it the Shire, but not Aberdeen Shire.
2: Yeah, no. you only get one name, and it better be succinct. Okay, it's like
1: Worcestershireshire, Wor- Worcestershire. Yeah, once we finally sauce. broke
2: away from that terrible uh-huh. country with the horrible names, right? We got it under control, you know. <laughs> now we got shorter towns, and further west you go, the, the more sense the town names make.
1: So the student was on the receiving end of the teacher's anger, and he's now speaking out after he was suspended. From school for three three weeks, why again for claiming there are two more there are only two genders I help me. Yeah, the student wanted to bring attention to the dangerous views being taught to kids, and that's why he filmed it and that's why he kept stating his opinion in class and it seems a little dis- disruptive, maybe disrespectful to the teacher because the the kid just you know he's battling with him but he's sticking up for what he believes. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? No.
2: No. No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No. Not if
1: you're not inclusive.
2: You're supposed
1: to just take it, man. Well, especially if you have the wrong point of view. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh.
2: That's just... I can't, man.
1: He decided to film the teacher, according to one friend, because he wanted to show what was going on in schools today for simply stating there are only two genders. He believes telling kids that boys and girls and girls and boys... uh. So boys are girls and girls are boys is a very dangerous thing and wanted to get his view across to the teacher. His view is that scientifically there are only two genders. The new gender theory that there are unlimited genders is something that should be discussed and debated, not just thrown into a class discussion. And if you disagree, you get kicked out of the room. Well, see, okay, so there's at least two kids in this class who get it. Good for them.
2: Yay, the last
1: two on the planet. Despite all the indoctrination, though, good for them. That's It's hard. It's hard because we set these people up as the authorities. We tell our kids, listen to them. They're going to teach you truth. They're going to give you facts, and you need to listen to them. You need to study it. You need to understand it. And then they go to school and listen to this kind of crap.
2: It almost makes you pine for the brainwashing that's limited to global warming.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Almost. But it's all tied in together. All of that fallacy is is tied in together. Now, the teacher uh, initially said he found only um, male and female gender options on a website, and he denounced that Mm. as old-fashioned.
2: Oh, boy.
1: (laughs) And so when the student voiced his disagreement, the teacher kicked him out of class. Uh, The teacher later allowed the student to return to class Um, But then he was suspended for three weeks from class. Why? For stating the fact, the scientific fact that there are two genders, the biological fact.
2: (laughs) You know, it's it's nuts. What is sad? You talk about uh, a website that only had two gender options. Yeah, that is sadly a Mm. breath of fresh air. You know, mm. when you only see male or female on some of these, forms, Southwest Airlines, the haters that they are, love you guys, no bag fees, uh, they only do male and female when you sign up, right? But I was signing up for what? something else, and, uh, and I almost wow. thought this was almost like a happy medium, male, female, or choose not to specify. I was like, okay, I can go with that one. Let's do that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there's, what was American Airlines? Who was it that uh, was a United it's like male, female, non-binary. What was it? Who was that? Which airline?
1: It was United? I think it was United. Yeah, <laughs> non-binary.
2: Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. No.
1: So ridiculous. Yeah,
2: non-binary gender booking, United Airlines.
1: I non-binary. Just...
2: Good. All right, well, good. I, I, right, help right. me. Help. Help me. Uh-huh. Please. All
1: right. I mean, that's all I can do. That's the only way to go now. Sorry. <laughs> We're closed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up.
0: This is Pat Gray Unleashed.
1: Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. If you felt like you uh, came up short on Father's Day. And you're looking for a really cool idea to make up for it. And you want to support a good Christian-owned business. May I suggest the iTarget Pro system. If you didn't get this for Father's Day, you you need it. Get it for yourself for Father's Day. Or get your father. You can make up for that tie you got him. Or socks. Uh, Where we live, there are plenty of places to go to shoot. But... many of us live in places where it's more difficult or almost impossible to practice. Now, even if you live in an area with a lot of shooting ranges, it costs a lot of money, and you expend a lot of ammo, which also costs a lot of money. iTarget Pro is the first dry-fire training system to combine smartphone technology with the industry's best laser bullet. So, using your smartphone, their app tracks a laser bullet, which fits into your gun instead of the bullet, and that detects exactly where your shots are landing. It's completely safe. It comes with your caliber specific laser, uh, the targeting system, and the instructions, so you can get started right away. And right now, you can get 10% off plus free shipping when you use the offer code PAT. It's also available uh, for you AR 15 fans. Save time save money, take your skill to the next level safely and effectively. It's the letter I, then TargetPro.com. Offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, From the Steve42 at PatUnleashed.com, that UK video is a good reminder why we fought the Revolutionary War. Yep. Uh, Guy Herm, The world is going so crazy I never thought I'd see the day when I welcome fire and brimstone to rain down from the heavens. Kool-Aid with a C (laughs) tweets. How sad is it that the students are more intelligent than the teachers? Pretty sad. Uh, Jeffy's 18 spoons. Funny how brainwashed people have become that they would watch that TED talk and blindly agree but try to keep a baby from being murdered and you're evil. Yeah. We're going to... Uh, share some ben sass <sighs> thoughts uh coming up here in a oh, minute yeah, good stuff but uh yeah that is it's a great point um also if you uh didn't celebrate national selfie day somebody did oh, yeah. take care of that for on you
2: friday that's right mr twitter you were all over that yeah oh yeah oh yeah lots of uh, of course lots of selfies. so many selfies
1: you- on friday yeah, although, is it more than I normally take? I don't, I don't know. I take so many, it's hard to keep track, mm-hmm. you know, on normal days. Okay.
2: That's understandable. <laughs> it's a
1: weird selfie from Rachel Dola. Yeah, look at this. Look at
2: this uh, collection. Such a cry that, uh, for help and attention. At Just... Look at me, please. Please look at me. So last week it was Let's Celebrate Pride Month. I'm by. Yeah. And now it's, look at me on National Selfie Day. Be oh. yourself,
1: love yourself. There she is. She identifies as black and bi. So, uh, man, is she misincluded? included uh, <laughs> She's got every base covered. She's pretty much. <clears throat> From uh, Amy What's-Her-Face. Oh, yes. On Madonna. <laughs> we were talking about Madonna late last week because of the eye patch yeah. situation. But is, what's the eye patch for
2: uh, it's it's her it's her madam x it's her persona for her new album <laughs> and it's really oh man really taken off it's uh so so i guess in the vein of um people uh, screaming for attention mm-hmm. Rachel Dolezal Madonna
1: mm-hmm. oh madonna wants attention uh-huh. so badly and that was
2: the point amy was making in her tweet
1: <laughs> amy tweeted uh a woman over 60 wearing an eye patch to present herself uh, her alternate identity wins mental health awareness month again because Madonna should be the poster, madam. Uh, yes. Yeah. That's good. Her, uh, her album did hit number one, though, amazingly. Mm. I, I didn't think anybody cared. She can't even sell out these small venues she's playing right now.
2: Yeah, that was another point a listener made. Jeez. Yeah. Uh,
1: and then another tweet. Uh, this one from Tristram Coffin. Why is Madonna saying Jesus would be open to abortion? This is why
2: <laughs> And he sent us a link to the story that shows how poorly she's doing trying to sell tickets. Yeah. It's uh, the... These small venues. Yeah.
1: Although again, you know, mm-hmm. to give credit where credit is due, her album did hit number one. Mm. But I guess that's inevitable. It's, you know, people are curious. She's 60 years old. Does she still have a voice? I want to see. She sounds like now.
2: Yeah, it won't be too long before they start selling her album at, let's say, Cracker Barrel. Yes. And
1: uh, and then the patch with the X on it. I mean, just a desperate cry for attention. Please pay attention. I am please, please make me relevant again. Please. <laughs> please.
2: <laughs> Somebody pay attention to me. I'm Madonna, remember? Oh, I'm sorry. We thought you were Madam X. Uh, <laughs> we didn't know it was you.
1: Tickets for her Madam X tour have been on sale in the U.S. since mid-May, and uh, she has so far not sold out all the tickets for her 17-date residency at the, get. oh my gosh, at the 2100 seat <laughs> Bam Howard Gilman Opera House in Brooklyn. Isn't she from Brooklyn?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think she is. So right. she can't even sell out in her own hometown.
2: Is that right? It's right. I mean, it's right there, wherever. Yeah, is. I
1: know she's from one, one of the boroughs, right? Yeah. Twenty-one hundred seats. She can't sell it out. But that's seventeen days, seventeen different appearances. I think. Still, I mean, this is a woman. I saw her in nineteen ninety during the was it the Like a Prayer tour? It sounds uh, about 90, that era. Ninety-one yeah. at, at JFK Stadium, and it was sold out, like seventy-two thousand seats. Uh, those, days aren't, uh, those days aren't here anymore. Those are long gone. Um, an insider, though, with Madonna said, despite her team and uh, promoting her pr- promoters informing media that several shows were sold out during a multi-week lottery ticket sale, shows and the remaining tickets hit Ticketmaster today, and it's a mess. <laughs> despite being tiny venues, there are hundreds, if not thousands, of tickets left for each show.
2: Whew, that's that hurts she's she was born in uh michigan <clears throat> i did not know that bay city michigan she really i thought she was from new york and then raised in rochester hills michigan my right. apologies okay. i know yeah. michigan is just clamoring to claim her so i apologize right and we probably apologize to brooklyn oh. <laughs> for
1: blaming her on you
2: yeah we. Well, i'm never gonna apologize to brooklyn they gave us aoc <laughs> so screw you oh, brooklyn good point forever
1: good point on that Meanwhile, here's here's the Ben Sass stuff. He's um, made some interesting comments to people. First, uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. He was uh, talking about abortion. The speech on the Senate floor on Friday.
0: My colleague from New York, for instance, Senator Gillibrand, who will be attending this weekend's forum in South Carolina, made her feelings clear earlier this month in an interview with the Des Moines Register in promising that she would only appoint judges who would uphold Roe v. Wade, here's what she said, listen to this quote. I think there are some issues that have such moral clarity that we as a society have decided that the other side is not acceptable. Imagine saying that it's okay to appoint a judge who's racist or anti-Semitic or homophobic. This is not an issue where there is a fair other side. There is no moral equivalency when it comes to racism, and I do not believe there is a moral equivalency when it comes to changing laws that deny women reproductive freedom." Close quote. What? what? What are we talking about here? Are you kidding me? Did you catch what she just said? According to a sitting United States Senator and a candidate for the Democratic nomination to be President of the United States, holding pro-life views in America is no longer acceptable. It is not a fair position, she yeah. tells us. It is the moral equivalent of racism or anti Semitism. Perhaps in the senator's next interview, she'll suggest that pro life Americans belong in a basket of deplorables. Yeah. There is so.
1: Yeah. Really good stuff. Uh, ben Sass is doing the work that, you know, I don't know, many senators and yeah. congressmen should be doing, and they're not.
2: Every Republican.
1: They should all be on this bandwagon. Uh, then he talked about who Margaret Sanger was. This is good stuff as well.
0: We could note the plain, simple fact that it is not pro-lifers who have an ugly link to racism. Rather, since the very beginning, yes. the American yes. abortion industry has been intimately connected to eugenics. Thank this you. This is the origins of the movement. As Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger put it herself, quote, mm-hmm. think about this quote. The okay. unbalance between the birth rate of the unfit and the fit is the greatest present menace to civilization, Close quote. Sanger's racial opinions are a matter of some dispute, but this part is clear. She intentionally targeted efforts at black neighborhoods in mm-hmm. Harlem and in mm-hmm. the Deep, deep South... And many of the people involved in her efforts took things a step further, going so far as to forcibly sterilize African-American women that mm-hmm. they deemed to be unfit to procreate. Yeah, We could also note mm-hmm. that, it's, that it's in part because of this ugly history that today black women in America are three and a half times more likely to have an abortion than white women. And in some parts of Senator Gillibrand's home state, black children are actually more likely to be aborted than to be carried to term yep and by the
1: way i i don't know why he gave some credence to any ambiguity mm-hmm. on the part of margaret saying there is none there's there's nothing ambiguous there she's she was a clear racist and a uh a person who was all about eugenics and a person that nazis actually learned from it's just despicable that she's held up now as an icon because she created Planned Parenthood. Well, yeah, she created Planned Parenthood to kill minority kids. That's great. Congratulations on that. 888 thirty three ninety three. Which brings us to this amazing video.
2: Wow, is this amazing. And prepare to be shocked.
1: Yeah, and keep in mind, you're not actually going to see anything, you know, that it, that's inappropriate but a baby is born here um and it's hard to believe that uh, but it's still it's still pretty discreet fortunately you don't uh you don't see anything that would be shocking i don't think
2: your screen won't need to be blurred
1: yeah uh but a w- a woman gives birth as in her car as her i guess her husband is driving her to the hospital because mm-hmm. she's in serious serious labor now anybody who has kids this will sound very, very familiar to you. It usually just, it doesn't usually happen in the car. That's the thing. <laughs> uh, but here's this am- amazing video.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh. Mm. <laughs> Please get there. Do
1: you need to take your pants down? <laughs> I don't know.
2: So calm. I don't know if yeah. I can do you it. You take your pants I down to have a baby. Um,
0: oh, my gosh. It's coming it's
1: coming out. It's wow. Coming out. Out. Calm down. Good
3: god.
0: Ah! You... Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I would have been murdered on the spot for saying that. Uh, but, uh... Hey, hey, hey. I'm trying to drive here. Could you could you keep it quiet? Oh uh-huh. <laughs> the baby is out of
0: me.
2: Just trying lady. to concentrate, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> trying to keep it between the lines. Can so you just keep it together while I drive the car?
1: Wow, look at this. I mean... That... All right, do you want me to stop? Do you, me to stop? <laughs> do you want me to stop? Or should I just keep like driving and while, teacher. while you okay. give birth? Uh, I can
2: pull the car over. And okay.
1: scream in agony and pain.
2: Uh, okay. Look at that! Wow. And then there's the
1: baby. Ten pound baby born healthy in the car. Driving out the highway, she doesn't even take her pants off.
2: And there's the broccoli. There's there's the there's the beamer right there. Came right out the front seat. It's crying,
1: babe. Well, or is that a fender for a is that a a a fender for a Volkswagen? Or a Buick fender, maybe. Hold him upside down, babe. Yeah, no, it's crying broccoli. You're right. You're right. Keith. That's crying crying broccoli right there.
2: That's a good band name. I think they're gonna open up for the Crying Broccoli. Screaming trees.
0: (laughs) we did it high five babe yeah
2: all right let's go back home we don't need to go to the hospital <laughs> all right. wow that is amazing oh, yeah, car. what an awesome oh, couple <laughs>
1: wow that, that is something so else so cool really cool and that's you know that's what is going to be born into the world is there any doubt that's life mm. I mean it's just madness.
2: There's any doubt that the upholstery cleaning costs for that passenger seat is right. gonna be something yeah. else.
1: Yeah. She might want to launder the uh uh the, the pants that she was wearing as well. Mm-hmm. And maybe even the
2: top. I don't I don't know. Uh, but how, how amazing is that? I mean really what a calm, cool, collected I, the guy couple. was both of them pretty I calm. think were incredible. And and who says millennials can't do tough stuff, you know? Like, yeah. look, look what she just did. Yeah. I just gave birth in the passenger seat you by want, myself. You want me to
1: pull over, babe? Or should I just keep going down the highway? What do you think? That, what do you they, think? they didn't pull
2: over and have a police officer <laughs> deliver it. She delivered the kid all by herself.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that. Uh, I don't think they even did that in a little house on the prairie. Did they?
2: Right, then they have somebody come up there with uh, a, yeah, I think wash so. their hands, get a little basin ready. All right, yeah. I'm going to catch this one. Come on out. Here we go. No, she did it all by herself. It's incredible. That was awesome.
1: 888 thirty three ninety three. Let me I've... tell you about Prodigal Sons of Liberty. Uh, it's a new book by Kenton Long that is great. Uh, and it's, it's about a little known article. Of course, you know about it. In Article 5 of the Constitution. That stands between America's ruin and restoration. Not only in real life, but in this, in this novel.
2: I want the movie to come out for this thing. It's so awesome. It'd
1: be great. Convention of States. Threatens to circumvent Washington's corrupt elite. They want to keep the status quo going, so they use a ruthless civilian force to neutralize the threat of the convention. Then there's Lance Singleton, who's a reluctant hero. He finds his faith, and friends extend way beyond the, the, his keyboard. This goes from Texas to Arizona, from Capitol Hill to the Rockies. Lance Singleton learns the road to individual freedom was paved with blood, the blood of the Sons of Liberty. Now, uh, Kenton Long has been writing since he was a kid, and he used to write with a flashlight under the covers, staying up really late <laughs> so his parents uh, wouldn't see. And he was also, years ago, and not that many years ago, a flaming liberal mm-hmm. and converted, converted uh, to conservatism over yeah. the years when he realized the things he was hearing from the left just didn't make any sense.
2: As he puts it, he discovered the Constitution.
1: So then he included it in this book, and it's great. So order it now at KentonLong.com or Amazon Books. It's Prodigal Sons of Liberty, a modern thriller by Kenton Long. Available now at KentonLong.com.
0: It's Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze.
1: Well, good morning to you, everybody, this morning at the boarding time. It's a beautiful boarding this morning. Good morning. good morning. Pat in the morning this morning. The other guy is as well. The morning time. Good morning to you.
2: And a good morning to you body. as well, sir. Uh,
1: don't forget uh, the all-request lunch hour coming up this morning in the afternoon this morning. Good morning to you. And then tonight we're going to get the let out, as always. Uh, full hour of Led Zeppelin uh, beginning at 7 o'clock tonight. we got to wait till it's dark outside uh, to play the Led Zeppelin because it's far too harsh and jarring to hear it during the light of day.
2: Hi, uh, the kiddies. By the way, Pat, mm-hmm. uh, why is the all-request uh, lunch hour this morning? Why is well, it, it's
1: it's this morning in the afternoon? This morning. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Traffic and weather together coming up every three minutes on the twos as well. Uh, so we got a full slate this morning in the morning time.
2: <laughs> Would you please explain <laughs> the morning no. thing? Tell everyone, <laughs> you
1: know. Uh, that came from a. Uh, <laughs> Mocking a uh, you know, morning shows, but one in particular <laughs> who used good morning this morning a little too often.
2: A little and what so called a crutch.
1: That's been a thirty year thing now. <laughs> Easily thirty years. Good morning this morning, everybody. It's Mark at the morning this morning. Good morning. Now I just let the cat out of the bag. That was. It was Mark. So,
2: oh, (laughs) I mean, I'm sure there's more than one Mark out there in radio, (laughs) right? Yes. So,
1: yes. So you won't know which Mark, (laughs) Uh, but he was marked in the morning this morning at the morning time. Good morning. And it just became a thing from then on (laughs) future
2: future, uh, bingo square. If you want to file it away for next February, just good morning this morning. Yeah. Good morning this morning. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be a good one to file away. We were just talking about the airlines a few minutes ago. Uh, do you know they've already <clears throat> they have already collected more than one billion in bag fees this year. This year. This year. It's June. And oh. they've collected a billion. Uh wow.
2: That is that is Jeez, oh, that's horrific. incredible. That's
1: gonna be, you know, a two billion dollar year just from bag fees. That's mm. all just sheer profit. So you wonder why you're getting stuck that $25 fee per bag? This is raking in the cash for them. This is probably, this might net a more, more profit than even the ticket does. Wow, yeah. Uh, United States-based airlines reported a total profit of $2.1 billion in the first three months of this year. That's up 25% from the same period last year. Uh, the first three months of the year are traditionally <laughs> the worst performing for airlines. <laughs> Holy cow, that's amazing. So you can probably do more than... You multiply that by more than four. They're going to do 9 or $10 billion just in bag fees. Now, that's all the airlines combined, but already United... Was it United? It has a billion? No, it's all the airlines. Okay, so, I mean, the standard fee to check a bag is now $30 for the first suitcase. And then... Uh, wow, the higher fee is paying off. Airlines have already taken in more than 170 million in additional bag fees compared to this point last year.
2: Wow, and just to put in perspective, United's um, first quarter profits, uh, 292 million.
1: 292 yeah. million.
2: Not bad. Not bad. Up from $145 million during the same quarter last year. Good morning. <laughs> Good everybody. morning to not you. some serious profit in the morning well, time. We've some airline news this morning to share with you in the morning. Not some
1: serious morning profit even in the afternoon or night time. everybody. Good morning. <laughs>
2: you know who's not profiting too much <laughs> off of the bag fees is Southwest Airlines, where
1: They don't charge one, right?
2: Bags fly free this morning and every morning. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even in the afternoon or night in the morning time. Good morning.
2: That's true, actually, yeah. So if you don't mind the
1: cattle call of Southwest... And I don't. ...where you don't have a, a seat that's assigned to you.
2: Okay, first of all... Oh, gosh, I'm, oh, I've am oh i become Jeffy. You're a
1: proselytizer for uh, Southwest. You always have been.
2: First of all, mm-hmm. if you check in yep. 24 hours ahead, mm-hmm. like right when... If you set a reminder on your phone... Oh, no, now I'm competing with all of you. So if you set a reminder on your phone 24 hours in advance of, of your flight, you just check in right at that moment. Mm-hmm. Boom, you're in, you're in group A... And you oh, get to you pick are? your seat. You oh. just it's, it's whenever you check in, and then you get assigned group A, B, or C. Oh, that's nice. And so I'm always an A because I'm a loser and I'm well.
1: We sitting there. We didn't at, have to say that. That without saying.
2: That's kind of redundant. I see.
1: So American, the world's largest carrier, continued to collect the most bag fees of any airline, more than a hundred and fifty. No, three hundred fifteen million. Mm-hmm. In the first quarter, United Airlines, Delta Airlines, Spirit Airlines, the worst airline in the history of the planet. True that. And Frontier all maintained their positions Close in second. the top five bag fee earners. <laughs> I mean, Spirit charges you for everything. Oh my gosh. Do you want to breathe on this flight? You you push the button for your your flight attendant.
2: Uh, that's a $5 fee. Have your credit card, please, sir, <laughs> uh, before I answer your question. Seriously. And even Southwest is making money off of bag fees. I guess people are checking you know, three and four bags or whatever per person. But, so it's uh, the first two that first are free? Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's awesome. The first two. Wow. Uh, seriously, right? That's a they, good old They run time. that
1: airline, right? They mm-hmm. really do. Uh, 888-933-93. Glenn and Tanya started uh, real estate agents trust.com for a really simple reason. To help you sell your home for as much as possible, as quickly as possible. And along the way, they learned three important things as they put this network of a thousand agents across the country together. Selling or buying is really complicated and it's the largest investment people are ever going to make as a rule. And so you need an agent who's experienced, who knows what they're doing and knows your market and knows how to uh, price your home or help you put the price at a place where it can sell for the most money and, um, but also sell quickly. Plus, they're fans of the show, so you're going to have a lot in common when you get together and go searching for homes. Uh, especially if you're relocating. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area. realestateagentsitrust.com Pat Gray. Unleashed. And uh, thank you for being with us. It's awesome that you're here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed, where constitutional drunk tweets. I filled out a job application that asked for my preferred pronoun. I answered, "His Majesty." Never heard back from them. Oh, that's a shame. Apparently, they didn't want to refer to him as such. Uh-uh. Um, that's, that's sad it is An unfortunate.
2: That would have been a fun workplace. <laughs> yeah, it would have. Your majesty. <laughs> Get your one on the loading dock, your majesty.
1: <laughs> uh, Timothy Gilmer tweets, instead of asking male or female, simply ask. Uh, <laughs> 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 Say Wang or no Wang. Wang Chung. We're speaking of Wang Chung. Uh, yeah, the
2: the, the song?
1: The, yeah, the band.
2: Yeah, tonight. Band.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Everybody have fun tonight. It's from Wang Chung. <laughs> so, uh, this tweet is unavailable. Tweets. <laughs> no, I nice love job. the handles people switch nice to. It's really fun.
2: I'm just too muck and fudge.
1: First of all, <laughs> Dad was way too calm to drive, coach, and film, and Mom didn't smack him when he said, "We did it." Are they Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It is pretty amazing. We should play that again because it is an amazing an amazing video. He is way too calm. And in fact, he does drive coach and film. Or Although he may have just said something. I
2: look like the camera was just stationary, like yeah, wedged between the seats. It did seat look there. that
1: way. Um, and she didn't smack him when he said we did it.
2: She's the one who did it. Yeah, what's what's this we stuff?
1: <laughs> Let's take a look at this again. Can we play that one more time? <clears throat>
2: Down? Are
1: you trying to take know. your pants down?
2: I don't know if I can do it. I can't. Well,
1: you, can't. you have to do it at this oh my point, God, It's coming yeah.
2: out! It's coming out! Alright,
1: calm down. That's what that they do. Of course, it's coming out. I mean, that's what happens. Ah! No, calm down. I'm trying to drive here. Do you right? mind?
2: Ah! Let the man drive already! There's so off comes there. the seatbelt.
1: Ah! Oh, boy. Oh, golly. Oh, my. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh man wow. Giving birth right in the passenger seat As they're traveling down the highway that
2: This is, is Houston crazy. by the way right, Oh is that me where this time? happened? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to keep going? Oh wow oh, A while back apparently All right. Oh and the there's the baby
3: <laughs>
1: oh. oh there's a baby look at that
3: oh, it's, a boy. it's a boy Look at that
1: look at that
2: huh hey
3: babe. oh, oh. it's gotta be suctioned Mm-hmm. Huh.
2: it's gotta be suctioned so it's let the professionals there, do it's it breathing. next time lady all
0: right he's not spanking <laughs> spankin'. yeah, he's breathing spankin'. if he's, crying, he's breathing. that's what i'll but get thrown in jail so right you. there <laughs>
2: <laughs> be spanking so your
1: kid all right uh, that's the- that's good thanks uh that i mean that's amazing they were both way too calm Mm-hmm. actually we didn't get to the we did it part but you get the idea.
2: <laughs> we did it. High five.
1: He was incredible. He was, I mean, oh, look at that. You, you had a baby. Huh? Look at that. You gave birth.
2: Good well, for you. I guess nice I'll job. Take you back home and drop yeah. you off and head back to work. You, you, want, you want to stop along the way for a quick bite to eat? We'll get something to eat. How about a McMuffin for you, champ, <laughs> after all that? No,
1: I want to go into a sit-down thing. I don't want to do some drive-through. This is cause for like a sit-down breakfast. Let's go do that.
2: <laughs> but 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 just a friendly suggestion, hun. Um, next time we're going somewhere, uh-huh. could you keep it down?
1: Yeah, stop the screaming. Okay, I'm trying to drive. That's really, really constantly. dangerous.
2: Houston driving in Houston is difficult. It is. It, the traffic is it's, a nightmare. It's tough
1: enough without without your wife screaming and hollering <clears> throat> along throat> mm-hmm. the way. Thank
2: you. Thank you. Yeah. As someone who's had to drive through Houston rush hour traffic um, mm-hmm. to the hospital.
1: It's difficult. It
2: was difficult enough. Yeah. I, did, I, I definitely didn't need that happening no, in the passenger seat. No, you don't seat. need that. You don't so, need that.
1: You'd be killed dead. You would just be killed dead.
2: <laughs> she would have been driving herself. <laughs> Even if, if you thought me. this was
1: funny, and and I do, <laughs> uh, but I wouldn't after uh, <laughs> after Jackie beat me to uh, well, beat me to death certainly.
2: And she would have driven herself uh, the rest of the way. Uh huh. And your carcass would be flailing around on I forty five out uh, there. And there's for an not rush a hour. jury
1: in the world that would convict her. No. Small mouth bass. Kurt tweets: I almost had to deliver a baby on patrol one night. Ooh. It was crowned. Oh. I could see hair and all. I was praying for EMS to get there. Thank God for EMS. Got there in the nick of time. Mm. Yeah, I wouldn't want to do that. I barely want to be there for my own kid's birth. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I certainly don't want to be there for other people's birth. No. No, thank you. 888 thirty three ninety three. We were talking about the uh, airlines a few minutes ago. And uh, the other day, there was a little bit of an incident involving Cam Newton. Cam Newton is the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. And he's on a flight and uh, there's some video of him offering a man some cash for some extra leg room. Here's on a 10-hour flight. uh, Here's what happened.
2: Here's Cam offering the guy $1,500 cash to switch seats with him. The guy says no. (laughs) <laughs> That's amazing. Cam can't believe it. Now, Cam... What is Cam Newton doing in what, coach? he ends up sitting. He gives up on this guy's seat, and he goes back to his, which is literally way back in coach, and I think it's a middle seat, too.
1: How is it possible Cam Newton is riding in coach on a 10-hour flight? How is that possible? I thought when I first heard of this, I thought, well, maybe it's a short flight and there was no first class. That's a 10-hour flight. That's a big plane. Man. Didn't it, wasn't that a three-row plane? You got the two on the side yeah, and then like one it.
2: down the middle. Oh, that's a big boy plane. Man.
1: How, how is he not in first class? What does he make? $20 million a year? $25 million a year? Well,
2: you know what he did? He didn't check in 24 hours ahead on Southwest like uh, I do. Okay. And that would enabled him to, to pick out his seat better and have a wider selection. <laughs> now,
1: because the guy said no... People oh, are making gosh. this out to be some sort of racist event. Yep. Uh, he d- didn't. We didn't give him the money because it, he didn't want to give up his seat to a black man. Yep. Oh, shut up.
2: That's what some are saying.
1: It's just that his comfort is worth more than the fifteen hundred bucks to him. That, Although that, I think I think I would have taken fifteen hundred.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes.
1: I think I would have taken Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Just be jammed in between two people for 1500 bucks.
2: Okay. <laughs> I, I may have said, all is, right. Is that all you got, Cam? Because I'm a Falcons fan, and I don't exactly want you to be comfortable on this flight. <laughs> so I, I, if that's what he's carrying, yes, please.
1: <laughs> uh, no, but I'll do it for 2500 <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, <God. laughs>
2: and there's two games I'm going to need you to throw this year
1: <laughs> one's in Atlanta,
2: and one's in Charlotte. <laughs>
1: Uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three.
2: Everything's gotta be about race now,
1: though. Yep. You know what? Everything is. Everything is. Including um the the general race relations in this country. They're, they're worse because of the president of the United States now. That's what uh NBC was trying to make out of mm-hmm. their discussion with Condi Rice the other day. Um they asked her. If uh, uh, what about people thinking race relations are worse now under Trump? They never once, never once asked this of anyone in the Obama administration. That would have been sacrilegious to them. But when did race relations start, start going south again under Obama? There is no question about that. I don't even know how they could dare ask this question, but they did. And here's what Condi Rice said there are people who will say it feels worse now when we're
3: talking about race or it oh, just sure, feels look, like a divisive it, look, environment. It, it sure doesn't feel worse than when I grew up in Jim Crow, Alabama, okay? Mm. So let's drop this notion that we're worse at race relations today than we were in the past, really? That means we've made no progress, really? And so um, I, I think the hyperbole about how much good worse it is isn't doing us any good. We still have, yeah. this country is never going to be colorblind. We had the initial... Original sin of slavery—it's still with us. So for people who say, "You know what? It's top down. It starts with the president. It starts with the words oh, that he speaks. Oh, come on! All right, um, I would be the first to say we need to watch our language about race. Mm-hmm. We need to watch that we don't use dog whistles to people who. Mm-hmm. But when we Especially start since saying, "Oh, can't you know, it's worse
1: today." Um, no, they're not. All right? <laughs> wow! I mean, that's that's okay. I can't believe she didn't bring up the Obama administration because seriously, race relations took a major hit under his watch. Wow. Uh, it's amazing.
2: Oh, what about the dog whistle? You got to admit, there's a dog whistle.
1: Well, if there is, nobody's hearing it. So who cares?
2: Right. Racist dogs are hearing it. <laughs> Tell you that.
1: <laughs> but do you really care if racist dogs hear it? I don't care.
2: Well, I mean, I don't want. You know, a dog Whatever. chasing a black man down the street mm-hmm. just because he's black. <laughs> so I would rather there not be racist yeah, dogs in my yeah. neighborhood. Personally okay. speaking.
1: So if there are racist dogs in your neighborhood, don't do the dog whistle thing. Yeah,
2: then keep them chained up. You know, and yeah. keep them where we can't see them. If you've got dogs that view people through a lens of color, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't want them roaming free. Okay, just keep them chained up. All right.
1: Thank you. But people are saying. People say that. What people? Who? I hate it when they do that too. People people say. say you're blaming it on people? What people? People who need people? Oh, no. The luckiest uh-huh. people in the world? Are those the people of which you speak? <laughs> <laughs> or are you talking about one very special person? I don't remember the rest of the lyrics.
2: So. Wait, one very special person?
1: One very special person.
2: Hmm. What song is it? Who sings that? barbara streisand oh oh that one too okay my bad. people you okay. know yeah yeah i didn't realize it yeah oh it's oh it's a part of that song yes, <laughs> See, yes. that's where google mm. took me right up to the well sorry okay mm. i was trying so to after that.
1: one very people people mm-hmm. who need people are the luckiest people in the world
2: we're children needing other children
1: children need other children
2: mm-hmm. and okay. yet letting a grown-up pride uh-huh. hide all the need inside wow acting more like children than children
1: beautiful does it get to one person one very special um
2: well google took person, me here so surely it
1: did person one very special oh, person. oh that's the
2: back okay that's the secondary mm-hmm. i see okay uh-huh. yeah yeah feeling deep in your soul yeah in your soul right. yeah it just goes on beautiful it? lovers are very special people they're the luckiest people in the world with one person <laughs> one person one very special person one very special it's so redundant pat
1: i know uh all right triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three uh, and did Pat, unleashed on Twitter. All right, we got to show you these butt hooks at CNN. I'm just, we, I, I'm so tired of them <laughs> all morning long. They're harping on what Trump said about this woman who accused him of rape. We're gonna get to that uh, in 60 seconds. But first, let me tell you about Riduzone. Uh, Cheryl from Texas said, "I listen to Pat every day. At the end of December, I started a keto diet and chose to give Riduzone a chance to help me with that. Today, I'm." 65 pounds lighter and so very grateful. Now you might not even have 65 pounds to lose but even if it's only 10 and you've been struggling with it then try Riduzone because Riduzone contains OEA that's a molecule that's naturally present in your body but this strengthens the signal. OEA is what goes to your brain and says hey you're full stop eating but sometimes that signal's not strong enough with just what's in our body And so you keep eating and you gain weight. But RidUzone was developed to help your stomach send a stronger signal to your brain. So you feel fuller fast. And naturally. Plus it's not a stimulant. It contains zero caffeine. Go to RidUzone.com. That's R-I-D-U-Zone.com. Get a 30-day money back guarantee. And save 30% on a three-month supply at RidUzone.com. Grey, Unleashed. 888-900-3393. Anderson Cooper interviewing uh, the Trump accuser. There's a, another person out there saying that not only did he abuse her, he raped her. At Bergdorf Goodman, no less, in a dressing room. Now, it, it's a preposterous story. They apparently didn't know each other. Just on a chance meeting, so Trump is there shopping for clothes. This is back in, what year did she claim? Like, 95, 96? Uh. Yeah, it was late 95 or early 96, she said. So Trump goes back to try on his clothes, and he sees this woman going in and out of a dressing room, and so he just barges in and rapes her? I, that is, I don't know, kind of hard to believe, I suppose it's possible if he's just psychotic, but I, I don't think that's the case. But Anderson Cooper had had her on his show last night. She had some bizarre things to say. Here's how that went. You don't feel like a victim.
0: I was not thrown on the ground and ravished. Which the word "rape" carries so many sexual connotations. This was not. This was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just you know. But I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent right. assault. It is yes. not. I think sex most way. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. What?
3: Let's take a short break.
1: Think
0: of the fantasies.
3: <laughs> mm. Mm. We're going to take a, a quick break. <laughs> if you can stick around, we'll talk more <laughs> on the other side.
0: You're fascinating to talk to.
1: <laughs> That's uh, pretty weird stuff. Oh, okay, so Anderson Cooper, he doesn't even know where to go with it. So let's take a break. Cause I got I you've just I don't know what to say to that. Okay, you, rape is sexy. I'm sorry. We
2: can we take a break now? You are uh, fascinating you, to talk to. Now you're hitting on me.
1: Uh, as we just and you. Uh, I, have you ever met you, my husband?
2: I've Heard reports, so, right? Okay. About me, they're true. Okay. <laughs> Good grief.
1: That is some weird stuff. So you got that out there. CNN's completely ignoring that the weird stuff from her.
2: Yeah, they're not playing that at all this morning. Not playing it at all. Mm-mm. Spent, what? How long? How much time has she spent with Anderson Cooper last night? You haven't seen that roll one time on CNN nope. this morning.
1: Nope, not once. Meanwhile, they're hammering, probably every fifteen minutes or half hour at least. The fact that Trump said she's not my type. This never happened. She's not my type. That's probably not the smartest thing to say. It Does not help. It. It's not helpful. <sighs> um. But that's all they're talking about today. Ugh, oh, just ridiculous. It's agonizing I can't talk about it anymore hmm. I just can't do it.
2: Well, let's talk about football
1: then. So, let's talk about football.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes.
1: The NFL might uh keep the pass interference review changes for the for just the 2019 and 2020 season. They're going to I guess they're going to test them out this coming year. Yeah. Where they can review pass interference calls and non-calls during the 2019 season, although it might not extend beyond that. So, if it doesn't work well, mm-hmm. if it makes the game clunky or, you know, just causes too many interruptions, I would think they'd scrap it. Uh, But the league's competition committee voted to only enact the changes for next season, meaning it could be one and done. Now, it's a wait and see thing. So if somebody doesn't call pass interference, you can have the referee stop play or do they have to do it?
2: I think it's in the last five minutes or so. Oh, that's saying.
1: right. Is Maybe that right? even the last two minutes. Two minutes? That's right. It's only during a limited time of the game. It's all brought on by what happened uh, last year with New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And was it the Vikings? The Rams. Rams. Okay. MC yeah. Rams. Game. Rams and Saints.
2: So to recap, Saints fans, your season ended on a horrible no call last year uh-huh. uh, on the eve of the uh, Super Bowl. And then the year before that, uh, you lost on that bomb play to Stefan Diggs, uh, Minnesota, in the playoffs. And that's where my history of football stops. Because if I go back any further, uh-huh. then we can start talking about how Falcons season Which we end. really
1: don't want to do. No, thank you. I know you do. I, uh, but no, I don't. I, I, I really don't. very cathartic, yes. 888 thirty three ninety three. Also, we got uh, some really good news for men. Because lace shorts now exist. For men. Oh, good. So we got that going for us. about time. Women are not the only ones who can look lacy and and cute for the summer. Oh, look
2: at that. Oh, look at the pastels. Yes. Isn't that that great?
1: Uh, That's beautiful. That is awesome. Uh, Now they can buy lace shorts Uh that will show off their suntanned legs. The clothing item can be paired with a matching
2: floral shirt for maximum effect. I will not be uh, modeling these. Maybe Jeffy can uh, don a pair. I
1: think that would be a great job for Jeffy, just to welcome him back this week. Tomorrow morning
2: at, uh, what, 7.30 Eastern Time. I want him in here in those nasty-looking articles of clothing.
1: (laughs) I I mean, this is all part of the trend, I I guess, right? Because there are no gender... Uh, stereotypes. There's no gender preferences. Like, men don't prefer a certain look. They can look any way they want. They can wear dresses if they want. Women can wear a suit and tie and tuxedos if they want. And, uh, you know, bib overalls with nothing on underneath because they're exactly the same as men and you won't notice any difference whatsoever.
2: I mean, there's nothing wrong with...
1: Nothing wrong with that. Bib
2: overalls, nothing on underneath.
1: Why would would that even be a problem? Mm, Nope. Anatomically, they're exactly the same, so who cares? <laughs> but that's the world we're we're living in right now.
2: uh-huh.
1: <laughs> we're also living in a world uh where a lot of data breaches are happening for instance uh the largest one of the largest real estate title companies just suffered a a data breach of nearly nine hundred million homeowners' files, which means it there's a good chance your home's title mortgage bank loans. And other personal info might be in the hands of identity thieves. So it's possible that they could just steal your home right out from underneath you. It's not difficult when they know how to do it. And they do know how to do it. Home Title Lock, when they first came to us, they showed me how easy it was for thieves to, to pull this off and to forge your signature. And it's, it's pretty amazing. So after a data breach, the first 30 days are really critical. That's why they're offering you 30 days of protection for free. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. They'll give you 30 days of free title and mortgage fraud protection. Register your address right now and verify whether you're a victim already, and you'll get the 30 days of free protection. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Again, we got the great Democrat debates coming up tomorrow night. Very excited (laughs) about having to watch those. Mm. Meanwhile, Beto O'Rourke is proposing a war tax on non-military households. Man, the the great ideas just keep spilling out of these people. Democrat presidential candidate Beto O'Rourke has unveiled a proposal for a new progressive tax, a war tax, as part of a broader plan aimed at providing better support for veterans. Hmm. The O'Rourke campaign unveiled the former Texas congressman's four-pronged plan yesterday. The establishment of a new Veterans Health Care Trust Fund... For each war the U.S. fights, each trust fund would be accompanied by a war tax that would be leveled on households without current members of the armed forces or veterans of the armed forces. This modest tax would be implemented on a progressive basis with taxpayers who make over $200,000 per year paying $1,000 in a new tax for each war. Oh, wow. That's 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 perfect.
2: That's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Politico reported the war taxes would
1: start at $25 for taxpayers with adjusted gross incomes below $30,000. You know what? On people who make a decent living, just take it all. Why not just take it all? They just don't deserve any of it.
2: <laughs> I'm glad you finally came around to Yeah,
1: that. I'm finally there. I'm just tired of it all. See, pre- I, pre- they shouldn't earn anything.
2: Previously, I was with the mindset that if your plan mm-hmm. right, to fund anything mm-hmm. was a new fill-in-the-blank tax, I was just... My gut reaction was I was, was against it. No, yeah. But I'm thinking now. I like now, your all-encompassing tax. Let's just take it just all. Reach in and take it all. I mean, do you they love all. this country or not? Thank
1: you. Huh? That's really the question, right? Are you going to be a patriot or not? So when your check comes, you just sign it over and mm-hmm. send it into Washington. I mean,
2: living in this country is... You can't put a price on it. <laughs> you can't. I mean, the government you can't. can. <laughs> I mean, you can try. Uh-huh.
1: And they do. So between the wealth tax from Elizabeth Warren, the 70% tax Bernie's kind of pushing, gosh, kicking around out there, mm-hmm. the the <clears throat> Beto tax on Whoa. war, the war
2: tax, I mean... Now, what 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 is a voter to do if you want all of these? You can't vote for all of these people? Darn.
1: I, I say that we put it out there and just say, okay, somebody's got to embra- embrace the all-encompassing we're taking it all approach. The all tax. Yeah, the all tax. It's
2: got a nice ring to it. If you make more than
1: $200,000 a year, sorry, we're just going to take it all.
2: Take it all tax. hmm Take it all tax. hmm hmm
1: And then that fixes everything. There's no more wealthy people. No, no more rich people, and you can fund everything you want for everybody else in the country.
2: Mm-hmm. Take it all, tax a tiat.
1: and then the rich people will now be poor, and you'll have to take care of them too with mm-hmm. the government money that's coming in. It'll, it'll be a perfect. It's gonna solve everything. Perfect global utopian society. I love this. All right, we fixed it.